Hello, everyone. Thank you for another edition of Sports Sharks. Week 10, NFL action. We're three quarters of the NFL season where teams are starting to show themselves. As usual, I have my two co-hosts, Scott Mai and Vint Mai, to share their knowledge and wealth of this week's hot picks. All right, let's re- recap um, last week's results. I came in 2-2 two and two last week, so I picked the, the Bears versus the Titans plus 6, and they lost. They couldn't hold it down, the defense. I picked the Baltimore Ravens versus the Colts and won. The Steelers minus 14 versus the Cowboys. The Cowboys actually came to play that day, and I lost that one. And then for the Sunday night game, I, I picked the Saints versus the Bucks and won that one. So I was 2-2 two and two last week for an overall record of 14-13 and 13 with a total winning percentage of 52%. I'm dropping, I'm dropping down, man. <laughs> hey, as long as you're over 50% and you're – what is considered decent in betting world as over, far as over, – Over 50. Well, not bad. Yeah, so we're, we're all doing over 50 is good. Any, anything over like 60, like you're doing great. Anything uh, in the 70s is like considered like impossible. If you're doing 70, it's suspect, huh? I, need to, that, I need to see yeah, all your yeah. tickets. Right, right, exactly. You're, you're doing real well if you're getting the 70%. So anybody ever tell you that like in the 90, they're, they're, they're BS. Scott Mai, he, he made a comeback last week after his uh, mediocre performance the previous week. Last week, Scott was 3-1. and one. He picked the Packers versus the Niners over 48-1. and one. He picked the Ravens versus the Colts and won. His only loss was the Cardinals minus 4.5 versus the Dolphins, which they I think they lost by three, barely lost the spread. And then he, for the Sunday night game, he picked the Saints versus the Bucks. So his overall record, he's now tied with me. He's 14-13 and 13 with a 52% winning percentage. Well, time out. First off, uh, if if my last week was mediocre at two and two, what was your one and three? <laughs> what was your one and three, sir? That was that was downright embarrassing, man. I was okay. and, and I, I, not, the only reason I won that was like the Eagles barely pulled it out. Yeah, I would have been with zero the, four with a silly fumble recovery for a touchdown that didn't make no sense to me. But uh, yeah, man, I'm coming back, and uh, I told you I'll be uh, I'm gonna be in the mix. It's so you got the same. You got, you got the same record. Yes, we're both we're, we're both tied at fourteen and thirteen win loss yeah. record, and then Scott mine came in uh, at a respectable three and one again. He tied Scott, so Scott and Vit had two of the same games. They called together. Vit had the Ravens over the Colts and won. He had the Cardinals over the Dolphins and lost. The Vikings over the Lions and won. And then Sunday night game, he had the Saints versus the Bucks and won. Vitt's record is overall he's 16 and 11 with the 59% winning percentage. Vitt's coming on strong, man. Hey, I think I've been holding this lead for a very long time. I, y- y'all yet to surpass me, man. I'm trying to hold it that way. We, we still got, what, five more weeks? <laughs> it's yeah. hard to climb yeah. up. It, it, y'all just hoping for, for me to have, like, multiple one and three weeks or a first O oh and four week. If, I think if I get that – Y'all definitely in the mix, especially if that's the week that um, y'all go four and zero, oh and I go on four. Yeah, nobody's gone zero and four though. Uncle Andrew, <laughs> no, I've really? never, I've never gone zero and four. You never gone zero and four? I think. Oh, Scott did. Did you go zero and four, Scott? No, no, he, he, he went zero and three the first first. Oh, zero and three, zero and three. My bad. Yeah, because the we first week, but yeah, I don't, I don't chalk that up because uh, that was the first week and. 
and, and you I, went three and zero, right? And I, and, yeah. And I went, but but I was doing the baby picks. I was doing money uh-huh. picks. Uh huh. <laughs> but I'll take my three and zero. But you I'll have like, you have gone one and three one time, Vitz. So yeah, I went there. I went one and three last week with you. Well, the week before. Oh yeah, yeah. The week before, like uh, the week before was bad. Like the best person was Scott at two and two. So that was a, a horrible week. Well, that week, I mean, all the underdogs True. won. Eight of them. I mean, I actually read the, that week that the bookies were. I mean, they made they made out like bandits because uh, you know favorites were heavily favorites, and a lot of the underdogs won. So mm-hmm. across the board, um, the bookies won that week. I was gonna I, I was gonna mention it on uh, the podcast because uh, the Thursday pick messed me up on the Cardinals because I had to. It didn't give me enough time because that late that late Sunday. I had to had a change of gut and was like, nah, I'm like in Miami. And the fact that you kept saying cards all day, I was like, yeah, it's time to switch it up, man. Oh, well, you still won, up. man. What are you talking about? No, not the Cardinals game. The, what, oh. are, what, what it counts with the money, money, money oh, yeah. bet. Yeah. Right, well, we, we, uh, me and Vid both three and one. So it, it sounded right that me and Vid were tied. Uncle Land would be the, the worst <laughs> from last week. Right. <laughs> Tell me what you got. What what, what, are you, what are you liking this week, Scott? All righty, man. I'm feeling a little bit crazy. And honestly, I didn't do a lot of preparation work because this was a little bit out the blue. Yeah, I, think, I think you're feeling bold, man. Why don't you start brand new? I will. You know what? I'm going to start off with a real bold one. I'll take Green Bay minus 13 and a half versus Jacksonville. That's a long travel. They're going to be playing in the cold, outdoorsy, and uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to drop it on him. Three touchdown minimum every time. They ain't got no answer for uh, Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones is back and healthy. So give me Green Bay, 13 and a half, no problem. Put that away. Next game, I am going to take – I'm going to ride the train, man. Miami, they're hot right now. They got the Chargers going all the way across the country, visiting Miami. They're only spying them one and a half points. Uh, you know, Miami does have a top ten defense, and uh, Justin Herbert is just a rookie. Uh, I bet y'all couldn't even tell me who's the starting running back for the Chargers right now because they're all hurt and banged up, and it changes every week. And so, uh, you know, Miami seems like a smart bet. It's a 3 o'clock game or afternoon game, so I'll take that one. And then lastly, bold bet here. I'm feeling bold today. I'll take the over on the Rams versus the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks defense is one of the worst uh, passing-wise, and Jared Goff is just going to throw the ball. It's going to be a little shootout. Uh, I'll take over 54 and a half points. And, yep, that's me. And to recap, Green Bay, Miami, and the over on the Seahawks game. I see you learned on, on my trick on any teams that have to travel West Coast to East Coast. <laughs> it's a long I, day for them. I know. I already agree with that one before, though. I already, I already took note of that. Yeah, I like that. I like the bets for the Dolphins uh, and the Chargers. Yeah, not bad picks. I, 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 I can agree uh, I can see <laughs> all of them. <laughs> what are your, what are your thoughts, Fit? Uh, the tough picks. I, I like the Miami one. That's that's the only one I would probably if I had to bet, I'll take that one. Just kind of scary because uh, Miami's been doing real well, and you know they're kind of due for one to lose. And then the Chargers, they uh, I think three four games. I think all their games really they just can never pull it out. They're like right there. About to win, and then they just blow it. So, I don't know. Maybe they get over the hump this week. Yeah, I agree with you on that, too. 
That's why I like the Miami because they it's the Chargers. They they're in the game, but they're they're a team that doesn't know how to win win yet. Yep. And it has to do a lot with the I believe the head coaching. That's why they say Anthony Lynn is on the hot seat. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think to me the Chargers are just snake bit as far as injury. Like in the past three four years, key players have been injured for the year, especially right. on defense, and which kind of limits them. And to me, I mean, with the talent that Lynn had as for as a coach, he's been doing a, a decent job. But of course, he's, he's got to create that mindset of uh, you know finishing it out and, and winning the game. But you know, what what can you expect from a rookie quarterback? I mean, he's he's bringing them there, but. Uh, yeah. It might just take a seasoning of another season or two for him to be, uh, you know, to get him over the hump as far as uh, keeping the lead and, and winning the game. I mean, yeah, by far, two is a rookie too, though. Yeah, but Tua got that defense, right? Yeah. So, I mean, Herbert's doing his thing and dropping three touchdowns compared to Tua, who's dropping one to one. two. In his, yeah, and his passing rating is not that good, but it's that defense. That, they give him a, a 7 0 head start the past two games from a defensive touchdown if you watch the game. No, but you know what the, the the key differentiator is? The Chargers got to travel all the way to the East Coast. Right, that's true. All right, uh, let me go next. Um, I'm kind of winging it from the hip, like like Scott, because uh, all my effort and time into it, it doesn't seem to be paying off. So I'm just gonna go with gut feeling this week. So <laughs> yeah, so the more lies like already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm setting the I'm setting the audience up for my failure next week. It was getting kind of scary because my first pick I'm taking the Packers minus 13 versus the Jaguars too. The Jag, uh, the Jets are off this week, so the Jaguars are the Jets for this week. Are the are the worst team of the in the league, and of course, uh, what Scott mentioned, Aaron Rodgers has all of his weapons back. He even has um, Alan Lazard. He's expected to play, so um, I expected easily the Packers to to win the game by 14 points. My next pick is going to be, I'm going to take the, the Browns versus the Texans. I'm going to take the over 47 and a half. You know, the Browns, they had a bye week last week, so they're rested. Nick Chubb is expected to start this week. And, you know, the Texans, they have a bad defense. So, you know, I expect the Browns to uh, run all over the, the Texans and score. But on the second half, you know, with Deshaun Watson, you can never count him out. So I expect it to be a shootout to, to keep it close and the game to go over 47 and a half. So did I did pick the over. I'm picking the over. Okay. I did do some research. Huh? My last pick is my homer pick. I'm taking the Bucks minus six over the Panthers. I expect Brady to come uh, bounce back from last week's poor performance. He's, he's going to be pissed off uh, with his coach calling him out. Uh, and also Christian McCaffrey, he's not going to play. He's out for this game. So I expect it, even though it's a divisional game, I expect the Bucks to come back strong and be pissed off and, and just dominate the Panthers. So I'm going to take the Bucks minus six over the Panthers. What are your thoughts? Uh, I can see it. I mean, honestly, they're not, they're not that bad. I mean, I love your first pick with the, with the Jacksonville Jaguars and Green Bay. Uh, the Browns one, I stay away from the Browns now, man. But I like how you bet the over because they both got pretty trash defenses. So, and lastly, what'd you pick? What was the last game? I'm t- I'm taking the Bucks minus six over the Panthers. Yeah, that's a good bet. Honestly, I'm very uh, I'm very big on picking Tom Brady uh, after he has a bad game because he seems to always bounce right back and just shut everybody up. So that's historically how he does it. So good job. 
So I'm looking like a 3-1 next week. All right. <laughs> Mr. Trendsetter, what you got this week? First pick, I'm going to go with Texans um, over the Browns. I'm going to take that three and a half. Texans have been playing much better ever since they fired their head coach. Another thing is I'm going to keep riding that wave I did it last week with the Lions game. Baker Mayfield has been on the um, the uh, Corona reserve list. Even though he, they say he should be st- still good to play, I believe he hasn't practiced all week. That plays uh, pretty crucial when, during game time. Even if the Browns – I mean, they do get Nick Chubb back. It is, like you said, it's a good pick for you. I think it is going to be a shootout game. I think it's going to go down to somebody just winning by a field goal. So either or, if it does go down to that, uh, I'm on the winning side because I got the points. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Texans on that one. Next game, I'm going to keep riding the whole COVID wave. I'm going to go with the, uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals. I believe um, Ben Roethlisberger is also supposed to play, but he hasn't practiced all week. So I'm going to keep riding that train. So I'm going to go with Jared Burroughs. I think they're getting six and a half points. So I'm taking the Bengals on that one. And my last one, um, doing something a little different. This definitely is going to be a public bet. I just don't see how the other team's going to pull it out. But I'm going to go with the Monday night game. I'm going to take the Vikings. Uh, I believe they're spotting two and a half, three points. They just found their groove, man. And Dalvin Cook been a monster this year. Uh, Bears looked good beginning of the year. But as time went on, it kind of shows that Nick Foles, there's a reason why he isn't really a starting quarterback. He just doesn't have it. Against that Minnesota defense, they should put a lot of pressure on him. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Vikings uh, for the Monday night game. So those are my picks. Texans, Bengals, and the Vikings. Just just recently, you were calling uh, Nick Foles money folds. I guess that uh, that's changed quickly. Yeah, because you started betting on him. <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts on your picks, uh, yeah, they're, they're not bad. I think actually looking at all of our picks this week, they're all pretty good picks. So I think it's going to be uh, – a strong week next week. And I like the fact that uh, I think you and Scott only had one matching picks. Last week it was too many of those. So I knew that somebody was going to tie or somebody was going to sink, but it wasn't going to be like a much of a, of a difference as far as record-wise goes. So this week would change that. Yeah, I split C's last week. I was, I was the same with you and Unc. I was exactly the same with the both of y'all. So not this week, though. But that Baltimore, though, was a certified lock. I know. We said that, too. And we, <laughs> Across we, the board. That's the one I bet the most on, so good thing, right? Right. Yeah, that was too easy. I don't I don't understand. That's probably the lowest spread you're gonna see Baltimore probably all season. Out of your, your three picks, Vit, which one do you like the best your strongest conviction? Out of those three? Yeah. I would say just from like a, just from a gut standpoint, it's the Vikings, but the fact that like, you know, it's a Monday night game and like I said, I did something different. I'm taking the team everybody's going to be betting on, which is kind of scary. So I wouldn't say that's the most confident pick. If anything, I'll, I would go with – I'm going to go with the Texans. I don't know why. I just I just think that um, yeah. uh, the Browns, you know, is the Browns. And then Baker hasn't really been there, so he's just going to try to play, which uh, is going to be kind of out of sync a little bit. Um, they're just probably going to try to run the ball. But I don't know, man. Like you said, Deshaun Watson's tricky, man. He'll keep the game close. And that was going to be my feedback for you, too. Uh, I'm not going to change any of my picks, but if I were to put money on it, which I might, I, I like the Texans, too. I think Deshaun Watson, just him alone keeps him in the game. I didn't even I, – I wasn't even aware uh, Baker Mayfield is on the COVID-19 um, restriction protocol. Yeah. So he's been ESPN. out all week. ESPN. I think it's going to be a shootout. 
Yeah, that's a good total. Yeah, I don't see that being no defensive game. They score too much. And their so, defense is pretty bad. So you want to know uh, of a bad beat last week? What? So I did a player prop. I took Deshaun Watson over 284 and a half yards passing. Mm-hmm. Guess what he passed last week? 283. 283. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so yeah, he, he, he might be on my, my crap list. Right, that's pretty tricky. Those line judges know, man. They do know. You gotta, yeah, they do know. How do I mean? How how do they know the odds as far as specific yards and completion rate? You know, like number of completions, all that stuff. You gotta understand this. The same people who are setting those uh, odds for the players, they do it for the game too. Like they uh, they recruit a bunch of these mathematician scientists that can crunch a lot of numbers into a computer of the like their passing yards, their all their statistics and come with a certain number and that's how they're able to set it. So I always believe that that's what they do. Yeah, I feel like maybe the referees are some of the most smartest educated people because they have to be very measured in everything they do to make it play out the way it's supposed to. The referees control the game too. Yeah, I had a I had definitely was a bad beat last week. Top in yeah. the Sunday night's game. Okay, so this is this is going to be uh, the reason why I forgot about Sunday night game. It's a no brainer. I think we're all going to pick the same one: the Ravens and Patriots. Yep. But, you know, I, I'm not even worried. I'm going first. It's I'm taking the Ravens minus seven <laughs> over the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, I, I am too. I think the, the Patriots just struggle to beat the Jets. So that's enough said. Now you know I can't. I, the fact that Uncle Land just started off this comment, the no brainer pick lock. I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone thinks the same, and uh, I don't like the, I don't like riding with him, man. So I'm gonna go take the Patriots. That's good. That's how I catch up next week from you. <laughs> it is to me a um, no brainer, but the I have seen the Patriots are playing better, even though they're still losing, but they're playing more competitive, and I think that's due to the fact that uh, early in the season with the COVID and stuff. There was like a, a period like 10 days when they couldn't even practice or anything. So there was no uh, continuity. So they are playing better. But, I mean, they, they, they're they not going to be able to handle the Ravens defense. No, I wouldn't say the Ravens defense. I would say Lamar Jackson is going to have a Lamar Jackson game. He just came out recently and said something that's pretty controversial. He was pretty much calling out. He said that this year he's been struggling because defenses are calling out his plays. They know when it's a run, when it's a pass. Obviously, it makes sense because they run the ball so many of them times. But he's kind of like making excuses already. So he needs to he needs to drop, you know, 40 points on fantasy this week. Even better. Bill Belichick probably know all his plays too. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I just – I think it's a, it's a setup game. I think Ravens just dominate the Colts. Um, Sunday night game. Yeah, everybody and their mama's taking the, the Ravens. They they feel just like how you did Unc, with the oh, this is a certified lock, no game, no brainer. Throw it in their card and just to get spoiled at the end of the night. So, yeah, I take I'm taking the Patriots. Guy, I like it because that's how you're gonna drop in the pack with me and keep on keep on taking the opposite what I pick in, on the Sunday night. You know, I'm making a comeback on Sunday night. Yeah, that's this is good. Oh, this is the true. first time. Yeah. One out, one out of what seven. <laughs> Nah, I think you've been two, three weeks in a row now, right? Yeah, yeah. Three weeks in a row? No, no. Three two weeks, weeks in a row. row. Two, weeks. two, two, two max. Two max? Two, yeah, yeah. Two weeks, two weeks, two weeks in a row max. This is the third week. This is the third week. Well, we had the Saints last I, week, and then the Eagles right. the week before. Yeah, that's right. That's right. When you guys took is, the, when you guys took the cowgirls. I was gonna say yes. Yeah, so I could have scored the week before that. I forgot what Sunday night game was, but I think he. Uh, 
he got that right too. I think we actually all got it right. Uh, this is the first week me and you are opposite though, bit so it'll be interesting. Yeah, all of it. No, I was saying only only one ma- only one pick match was was you and Uncle Len with the with the Packers, which is uh, another one that it uh, scares the heck out of me because it sounds. <laughs> I'm talking about the Sunday night game. Usually we're on the same wave, but not this week. It's okay. Oh no, 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 I can't. I can't agree on this one. This one just seems like a trap. <laughs> Are you picking the Patriots? Because I'm picking. I'm. I, I've got a strong feeling with the Ravens. Or are you? You already wanted the Patriots. Nah, it's a little bit of both. It's a. It's a tough pick. But the fact I had to hear what you had to say first, and then that that gave me the, that gave me all the answers I needed to hear right there. That's now, if you would have been like, "This is going to be a tricky one," but I have to go ahead and side with the with the Raven. If you would have started off something like that, okay, maybe. But the fact that you're like, I didn't even look into this. This is a no-brainer. I'm like, okay, yeah, I already know who to pick on this one. I just saw, I just saw Ravens and Pats. I didn't care what the spread was. Ravens! Alright, see, there, perfect. The, the only game that I lost last week, the Cardinals game, because I originally had picked the Cardinals, which, you know, was Thursday, was kind of early, and there was two deciding factors that caused me to change to Miami that day, which was... Uh, a lot, for a lot of people who don't know that um, Tua's little brother, he plays for the Maryland Terrapins. He only had he, he just started out two weeks ago, and on his first start, he was a 17 to 18 point underdog against Minnesota and outright won. And last week, he played against Penn State, and which was a, which he was a 27 point underdog in college and outright won. So I saw that and was like, hold on, like I'm riding this two away. So that's when I was like, let me go ahead and just switch to the Dolphins. And I, and I put it in a uh, uh, underdog money line parlay. I had took all plus team with no spread, just outright win. I took the, the Giants to outright win. I took the uh, Dolphins and I took the Saints. I, I literally just looked over the whole schedule and I just looked and just uh, seen like which three teams I can realistically see winning outright that was an underdog. Like, I couldn't see Carolina beating the Chiefs outright. There was a lot of teams I couldn't see that happening, but those three teams, I could see a possibility happening, and the value of it was so well. I just had to put a little $25 on it. But it actually won, and it was a 18-to-1 payout for it. So, yeah. And then uh, another thing was the fact that uh, throughout the day, we were giving Uncle, like, a hard time with the Cowboys bet, and he just kept – I, I picked the cards. I picked the cards, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he's he's jinxing me right now." So I had to switch it up. But yeah, I, I wanted to make that little comment right there. Yeah, I saw that. That was a good bet, man. So how come you're not sharing that with the audience? Those type of bets. That was a Saturday late night kind of tipsy waves, just uh, going out and coming home and getting ready for the the slate of games the next day. And the other teams that I picked, I already already put them in a. Um, a money line and a teaser bet, but all the other picks I had were favorites, so they were minus the the money. So the payout wasn't as high. It just kind of came. It just kind of came out of nowhere. To tell you the truth, I wouldn't have picked them if we were doing the podcast. But at but at that time, it just it felt it felt that it felt valuable. Like it felt like it was a value bet. I think the only other team last week that was an underdog that outright won. And I didn't see this coming. I don't think no one did either. Was the Bills outright beating the Seahawks? You know, the Bills is a contender, so I could see that. I mean, even though the the Seahawks are, were favored, they weren't favored by much. So, 
Yeah, for the audience here uh, who are listening, Vit bet $25 on a three-team parlay on his outright uh, underdog bets and won $450. So that was a nice payout. Real hard, but uh, yeah. I'm a, I don't really do that much. To, honestly, I, this, that's probably like the only first bet I've ever done where I was just like, take three straight underdogs on a money line parlay. Normally I will, I will take favorites. It's just a natural instinct of mine. Like rather than taking the team with the spread, I just pick, a, pick them to outright win and I'll just put them in a parlay. But that's usually my little go-to. But um, yeah, last week was the first time I ever took three teams just plus money just because uh, it pays out more. And I just had to be realistic with myself and see which team could possibly win. And those were the three teams I saw. Um, this week's kind of tricky though. I, I, I try, I'm trying to do the same thing this week. I'm trying to take three teams that are the underdogs to outright win. I have like one down, but the other two, I'm still trying to figure out which the other two teams could be because there's at least three underdogs to outright win every week. Every week, there's always at least three. So who's, your, up who's your one team that you're thinking? It's the Texans. Yeah, that's I what I was saying because you you picked a tail and they're they're underdogs, so you, right. You, you uh, like exactly. I already picked them with the spread, so I would definitely take them to outright win. I don't know what the other two would be. Uh, did you take any underdogs? No, right? Uh, no, I did. I could see the, the the Bills again. They're they're underdogs against the Cardinals. That's a that's a good one to pick. For. Oh, there you go. See, that would be that would be value. That would be realistic that yeah. you can actually see happening. And so then maybe the, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll throw the Bills. I'll throw the who else. The Seahawks. Who they play? The Rams. There you go. That's there actually you. a good three. That's a good three right there. Yeah. Might might want to put that together and uh see what how that happens. I'm doing it, man. Yeah, I mean, I just say like something light, like twenty five dollars, like something where you know more likely it's probably not going to happen, and and if you do lose, it's okay. Like not something you put like a hundred dollars on it, you know, and nothing like that, but. I think every week moving forward, I'm, a, I'm just going to start doing that just because you see how, how, how good the payout could be. It's, uh, it's worth a shot. Is the payout always the same or is it it's based on the odds of the underdog? It's, the, it's based on the odds of the underdog. So, so it, it, it doesn't necessarily pay, you know, for $25, pay four fifty. It could pay more. Or less. Pay, or less, yeah. Well, yeah, in that range because – the the number that I had for those three teams for in the parlay was uh the Dolphin was at plus one ninety five, the Saints was at plus one eighty five, and the Giants was at like plus one thirty. It, it wasn't too much. So even that paid out, you know, eighteen to one. So imagine you're putting teams in there that are like plus two something or plus three something, the payout's gonna be huge. Yeah, I'll take it for twenty five bucks. Yeah, no, honestly, those three teams right there—they it sounds like that couldn't possibly really happen. The Bills outright winning, Seahawks outright winning, and the Texans outright winning. I think the Texans is probably the one that pays out the most because that's the most right spread, three and a half out of all yeah. three of those teams. Yeah. yeah. To me, I feel like the the Texans. Um, I feel that they're not they're going to lose, but I'm I'm gonna bet it just in case. The only teams that the Texans have beaten this year has been the Jaguars twice, and that's it. That's that's it? Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's crazy. Guys. Speaking back on little Tua, I'm not sure if you've seen him play, man. He's nice. He's, like, just as good as his little brother. Just, I don't know what they feed them, them Tua boys. Which Tua uh, are you talking about? Tua Tungaloa and for the Dolphins or his little brother? Well, yeah, his little brother. Oh, okay. 
I'm not the, sure you've seen him played. I've never seen him play, but just my, I don't know. I just assuming. I mean, he, he left Alabama because uh, I guess Saban didn't think he was good right. enough to be the starting quarterback. Right, and he went to Maryland. Yeah. And and I and I'm I'm so bummed because uh, he was supposed to have the ultimate test this week, but they, they that game got canceled. He was going to play against Ohio State, he, which he was going to be another 26 point underdog. Um, but last week when they played Penn State, man, Penn State is overrated, and and, and Tua showed them out. But uh, the fact they were 27 point underdogs, if you would have put a a hundred on it, you would have came up 1200. Are you serious? Yeah, just a straight was, straight money line bet. Money line bet, just like you said. Yeah. Oh, because he won. He, they won straight up. Right. Yeah. You're like, forget the 26 points. I'm taking them to outright win. You would have won 1,200. Yeah. Well, yeah. 27 point underdog. Yeah, but it's those, those are bold bets, especially yeah. if you threw them in a parlay card and they hit. Oh, your your payout's going to be huge. All right, man. So appreciate you jumping on. Uh, we'll look at the bets for next week and. Uh, See how I overtake you. All right. Sounds good. All right. Take care of it.